0: Challenges. I do envision a future for my 15-year-old son doesn't have to give that talk to his children, um, where my 15-year-old activist doesn't have to strike fear into my heart every time he makes a bold statement. But um, we're a long way from that. And I think this reckoning is different. I think it is important. I think George Floyd does come on top of Trayvon Martin and Ezel Ford in Los Angeles. You know, uh, Andres Guardado, who was shot in June by the sheriffs uh, here in L.A. Um, And, you know, the list that goes on and on. uh, Kenneth Ross here in L.A. So, yes, we are moving because of generations of activism, generations of commitment. And I think an awakening on the part of the of the general public. If you look at the Black Lives Matter movement, they're estimating 15 to 26 million people have marched since George Floyd was murdered yeah, even if those are over exaggerations, we 're talking at least seven million Americans just that that's the largest movement in u s history as far as people hitting the streets, so yes, I do think we're on the threshold of change, but we have a long way to go
1: like I said, i'm going to get the truth, and if you 've never walked in our shoes and if you 've never lived it, I mean you know we are under a scrutiny, living while black, just sitting in a common area at an Ivy League school. We don't belong there. Or Mm -hmm. um, a little kid selling water on a hot day. You're not supposed to do that without a permit. Or a a little boy who brushed up against uh, a a woman and she screams that he he sexually assaulted her and it was for his backpack. I don't see that going away too soon.
2: Yeah, I think one of the things that gives me pause uh, when you talk about a day when we just have radio stations and there are no more black radio stations, it's just a radio station and we're all equal and we're all even. It makes me think about integration and it makes me think about the double edged sword that that integration was for for the businesses in the black community, Uh, because what happened was when black people could then go to the white businesses that they couldn't go to before They began to spend their money with those white businesses. Black people began to move out of the communities where they had been really forced to live. And it diluted our economic power, it diluted our talent pool, it, it diluted neighborhoods and left behind neighborhoods where people who couldn't leave were the ones who were left. And businesses began to fail because people began to spend their money elsewhere. And so, what I hope. Is that even as we have more opportunity, is that we still have these black radio stations and still have these black uh, platforms that are in the hands of black people and supported by the black community, in spite of the fact that we might have opportunities to go elsewhere?
1: I agree. Jerry? For me, for black radio, I can only see it the territory being enlarged, just as it is with us being here with you guys on the BBC OS for reaching out to hear our voices. I see that that is necessary and it's relevant, especially in this climate and this time. So I only see it getting greater because our voices should be heard.
2: Jerry Beasley from KCOH in Houston, Dominique DePrima from KJLH Radio in Los Angeles, Solomon Jones from WURD in Philadelphia, and Perry Small from Chicago's WVON. Thanks to all of the black-owned radio stations who took part in helping us gain an insight into the calls for change in the United States. I'm Chloe Tilley and this has been BBC OS Conversations, Black America Speaks.
0: Thank you for listening. There will be more from the documentary podcast soon. The documentary is just one of our BBC World Service podcasts. There are many others to choose from. This is the comb. You need the comb. The comb, no. Need the comb. The comb. The Comb is all about digging deep into one single African story every week. This is like a moment, this is a day for you to celebrate. Stories that might otherwise go underneath the radar, that might otherwise be
1: overlooked. You're in a hurry to get money, you just click OK and that one button lands you into trouble.
0: Stories about Africa and stories that matter. I would walk into a bank for my salary only to be told that I should come back tomorrow because there's no money in the bank. I decided just to quit. I quit. I hope people will feel the way that I sometimes feel, where you aren't surprised and you come away kind of like, oh, I really didn't know that. Why would anybody kill somebody over sand? What on earth would make sand so valuable? That's The Comb from the BBC World Service. Just search for The Comb wherever you get your podcasts.